there was a guy that was walking around with an opossum, and uh, I'll, I'll leave your only in Alabama jokes to to uh, to you guys, but he was walking around cuddling a, a freaking opossum in his arms. Episode 682 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, my take on the Big Beach Marathon. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into uh, today's quick tip, little uh, review of the Big Beach Marathon uh, weekend that I was at uh, just this past weekend, at least as this as this show goes out, the end of January 2019. I uh, just want to uh, take a second and let you know, um, and, and I know I talk a fair bit about things that you can do to support the show financially, whether it's Patreon, whether it's you know using some affiliate links, some of the the, the advertisers, the the quote unquote sponsors on this show are really affiliate partners. To where you know if you make a purchase or you subscribe to Audible or things like that, you know that that kind of sends some some money back my way. But what uh, one of the maybe maybe arguably maybe the the most important thing or the, the most I don't want to say the most important thing, the most uh, powerful thing that you can do to support the show, support what we've got going on here and, uh, you know, the, the, the continued growth of the Diz Runs empire um, is to just tell others about the show. Um, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where um, I, I sometimes forget that there's a lot of people that, that don't listen to podcasts, don't know what podcasts are. A lot of runners that, that, that for whom that is the, the situation. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I'm trapped in this podcasting bubble. I've been doing this for almost five years now. Um, and I just kind of feel like, yeah, everybody's, everybody listens to podcasts, right? And that's, that's still not, not the case. So, um, you know, if, if you have friends that, that, uh, don't listen to podcasts or if they're if friends that maybe are starting to get into podcasting and they're like, Hey, what, what podcast should we listen to? Um, if you can tell them, if you can tell them about this show that, uh, certainly helps out. That certainly would, 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 uh, you know, just helps, helps move the needle, get more, more people listening. Uh, and that's ultimately leads to lots of, lots of things, lots of opportunities for all of us. So, um, just spread the word, spread the word. And a lot of you have been, you're posting stuff on social media, uh, see things you're being tagged in, in the stories where it's like, Hey, I'm listening to Diz runs radio on my run today. And, and you, and you tag that in your story. You tag me in the story, um, you know, on, on Twitter, in blogs, uh, all those types of things. Uh, if, if you, if you're doing that, uh, thank you. Thank you. If you, if you want to tag me so I can thank you specifically, that's appreciated, but certainly not, not required. But uh, all those little mentions and tells and, and things that you do to support the show, um, don't go unnoticed, even if I don't you know, notice you specifically because you're not, you're not tagging me for whatever, you know, not for whatever reason. That's, that's your choice, your prerogative. Um, but I, I see the results of that. And like I said, the, the, the more ears we get on the show, the more opportunities I have to do, to do giveaways, to, to create new things, new products, new, new free things for, for y'all. Do, do, you know, just do things to, to pay y'all back for, for tuning in and telling others. So, uh, there's, there's other ways, obviously you can support the show, but the, the biggest one, um, that really, I mean, that, that is at the, the center of everything is helping to spread the word. So thank you for doing that. If you like this episode or any episode, you can almost always on your podcast app of choice, hit that little share button, um, that, that, you know, you can share it on social media. You can share it to, to friends via emails or texts or whatever. Um, but those, those types of things, man, they, they, they move the needle. So thank you all for doing that in the past. Thank you for continuing to do that in the future. And now let's go ahead and uh, talk about the big beach marathon. Shall we? All right. Well, Hey guys, it is, uh, we are live 
Although for you, it's not so live. You're, you're listening to it recorded, but we are recording live right from the uh, post-race party, uh, post-Big Beach Marathon 2019. Uh, and I am, I, when I say we, I mean we, because I am joined by uh, Mr. Chris Short, who is uh, one of the, the Diz runners. If you're in the Facebook group, he's uh, one of the ringleaders of the uh, shenanigans. And uh, he happened to be sort of in the area, in the area enough this weekend for work. Vaguely in the Vaguely area. Vaguely, like, like, you know, if you, you know, within a five, five, six-hour drive. If you call that in the area, uh, he was in the area this weekend, decided to come down and run the race as well. So we're going we're gonna to tag team this review, and hopefully you can, hopefully you can hear this enough, uh, which means if you can't, then you're probably not even listening to this because I'll just scrap this whole thing and... and <laughs> re-record it but um wanted to just kind of uh give our give our impressions of the race this was another one of those races that uh, i was you know kind of partnering with partnered with uh, the, the good folks from junction 311 uh if you remember back uh, a few months ago and as as per usual typical uh Diz poor podcast host form i don't have the show notes number right in front but uh mike clark was on the show um maybe in november ish maybe maybe around there um, and he's the race director. He's he's the owner of Junction Three One One. They have a whole host of of races. So you may have heard us talk about this race a little bit more. So we're going to kind of avoid the uh, the just the basics of the course because Mike talked about all that kind of stuff. We'll have that linked in the show notes, which I don't even have the show notes for this. I think we're hold on. I'll figure it out in my head. Ready? Uh, Disruns.com/slash-six-eight-two. We'll hold you to that one. Hold me to that. Six-eight-two for this episode. If not, it's six-eight-three. But I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure six eight two. This is this is what happens when we come live on site. I don't have all my notes. I don't have all the proper preparation, but hopefully you'll uh, you'll enjoy it. So first of all, Chris, uh, you know, looking at the race, you you ran the marathon as well. We both we both did the full twenty six point two today. What was your uh, overall impression of of the race, the whole the whole race weekend itself? Overall, I'd say pretty positive. I really enjoyed the. Uh the atmosphere this is my first time really being in the golf area and it's it's really nice it's um you know it's kind of beachy obviously but you know this is um really the only thing that seems to be happening this weekend is the marathon so there's not a lot of traffic not a lot of beach goers you know it's i guess off season so yeah, i mean it's you know for, for you northerners that think that that uh, it's i don't know what it is right now but high 40s low 50s something like that probably it's comfortable it's great running weather this is the best weather i've had in months i'm i'm in shorts and a short sleeve shirt and am as comfortable as i could be right now but do you have any desire to go into the gulf of mexico that's that's a couple hundred yards away from us right yeah now. no we'll we'll stay okay. right here so that's that's why it's a, it's it's a great time for this type of marathon as far as just for the location uh, because yeah it's it's a touristy beach town i did notice there's a lot of places that are, are closed for you know until tourist season open back up again to, to do renovations or, or whatever. But plenty of, of things going on in town as far as restaurants and amenities. Yeah, and, and like absolutely that. no problems getting into anything. Traffic, you know, getting in was really easy for coming in on a weekend. You know, so very very easy to get. In, get yeah, I, w- I would agree. It's it's been a it's been a good week, even though it's been kind of a a hurried weekend. A drive in on Friday, expo on Saturday, race today, and you know I'll be getting in the car. Uh, shortly after we we finish recording this and, and making the trip back home, so it, it does make it a little bit of a blur. But great, I, I would say good overall, good race. Would would recommend it. Uh, even even that. I, I mean, obviously we, neither of us ran the half, so we can't speak specifically to it, what the half looked like. But I think the courses were pretty. Yeah, we shared. The, we shared. Yeah, a yeah, lot of the first part of it. A lot of the, a lot of the second after part. After the break off, we kind of got right back onto where yep. they were shortly after the break. So. 
uh, we can kind of speak to the course a little bit. But uh, before we get to the course, Expo. Expo was small. Um, yep. You know, it's, it's about, I think I, I saw some numbers, a little over 1,000 people. So I, I know I sold a bigger number to, to Chris yesterday, which was pulling that number out of my hat. Um, but it was about 1,000 people. So it was, it was enough. I felt enough people on, on the course. Uh, but it's you know not going to be a huge expo with hundreds of vendors and things like that for a race this size, which which was fine. Yeah, it was it was smooth. Moved in, uh, got to talk to some people. Uh, obviously, um, I, yeah, not, maybe not obviously to y'all, but I had a, a booth there. Some folks that listened to the show stopped by and talked. Uh, some folks that hopefully are now listening to the show stopped by and talked. Um, so it was it was good for that low key. Um, the zoo was there. I guess they're the big uh, like um, charity sponsor for this race. They had they an were, eleven foot snake. They they were they had two big snakes that they were walking around with. The one the one was uh, like eleven footer. The other one, which was some type of, of constrictor snake, I'm not sure if it was a boa or a python or what. Um, there was another one that was walking around earlier. There was a guy that was walking around with an opossum. And uh, I'll I'll leave your only in Alabama jokes to to uh, to you guys. But he was walking around cuddling a a freaking opossum in his arms. Like it was, uh, you know, like a little baby, and I, I'm sorry. I just, where I come from, both places I come from, Michigan and Florida, an opossum is nothing but a pest. And yeah, no, that's <laughs> Pennsylvania and anywhere else I've lived. That's been the same. Yeah, but uh, definitely a, a, a good, a, a small, but good expo. Um, there are definitely. I don't know if there were multiple running stores there, but there was a lot of running gear type of stuff so if you did forget something although i forgot my packet of tailwind they didn't have me covered there but uh you know if you forgot um the more common types of fuels the gels and the chews and things like that they had all that stuff there stickers the, the whole nine all the kind of running stuff that you'd the expect clothes, in an expo yeah so if you sleeves if you got here and realized you were out of luck with forgetting something you could get that at the expo which i think to me that's kind of the most important piece of the expo not that Hopefully we never need to, to rely on that type of thing because, you know, that whole never do something new on race day. But if you're in a bind, they they had you covered, which was always good. So, uh, again, small expo. It was it was open probably a bit longer than it needed to, but this is uh, kind of found out why that is. This is a, a race that is partnered with the Mississippi Blues Marathon as a, as a back-to-back two-state challenge. Um, so they, they were the, – the expo hours were one to eight. Um Basically, so that people that ran Mississippi on Saturday morning had time to make the five-plus-hour drive down here after their race and still get here in time to, to check in. They also had race morning yeah. um, uh, packet pickup or bib pickup, which is kind of uh, a nice— it's rare. It's, it's rare nice and too. a nice little feature. Yeah. So so that, that part was, was good if you were trying to, you know, couldn't get here on Saturday for some reason, but you could, or at least till late on Saturday— um, or if you're local enough that you're driving in, you didn't necessarily have to come in because uh, there was an 8 o'clock race start, too. So it started late in the morning. So you could get here at, I don't know what time, like 6.30 yeah, or 6.45. Yeah, it was almost till about 7. Yeah, the you, you could get your, get your, your right pit on for a while. Right on site as well, right? right. At the I same, mean, like literally right like 100 yards from the start line. So um, that, that was not something I took advantage not something Chris took advantage of, but a nice little thing to have in your back pocket if you couldn't make it the night before for whatever reason. Um, so talk, kind of leading into the pre-race, uh, obviously, like I said, we, we had packet pickup was available here race morning. Um, they also had what I would, what I would consider, and especially after seeing it just, uh, eight days ago at the bear bait ultras, they had a legit 
um, ultra marathon aid station set up before the race started at the at the starting line. It was kind of ridiculous. It was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, M and M's, gummy bears. I, I was pretty shocked to see all that. The the two thing. I mean, the the two ways for for you veteran ultra marathoners, which I don't count myself yet as a veteran. I, I'm a I'm a neophyte uh, ultra marathon runner. But uh, you veteran ultra marathon runners, the only things that they were missing were the potato chips, which is a huge party foul, and the ginger ale. The, uh, other than that, I mean, they had the gummies, they had the PB&Js, they had the Fig Newtons, they had the, the hard candies, the Skittles, the, the peanut M&Ms. Um, I mean, they had, they had you pretty well covered except for the potato chips and the ginger ale, which is how I knew that this really was. I really was getting into a marathon because they, they tried, and they, they, I mean, it was great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that going on. Uh, where the the race start and finish is at uh, what's called the Hangout here in Gulf Shores, Alabama, which kind of looks like it's a big kind of, I mean, it's a big hangout, I think. It's kind of a bar, a uh, restaurant. There's a, a patio, which is where we are trying to avoid uh, the, the loudest of the loud noise going on so we can record this. Picnic tables, you know, game, ping pong tables, just just kind of a hangout. Um, there were a few people hanging out outside. There's, there's some pictures in the show notes and, and on uh, in my Instagram uh, story for the day, which will be you know saved as a as a highlight if you want to check that out, um, of a few people hanging out outside and a lot of people hanging out inside yeah. where it was warm because warm. it was it was quote cold this morning. Uh, I don't know what the exact temperature was, but it was low to mid 40s start time. It was very great running weather. I, I will admit to being slightly you know like I was outside and fine, but kind of chilly. Just because you're standing around for 30, 45 minutes, it's, it's a little bit uncomfortable for that. Um, but you could tell this is a, a race populated by Southerners because there was a lot of them that just they were dressed. They were dressed like it was a polar vortex out. Especially coming into the expo yesterday. Yeah. Were, oh yeah. There were so many really heavy coats for. for and uh, for those of, for those of you Southerners, we're not we're not hating. We're we're just little little needling with with love. As a Northerner, as, we're, as Northerners, there's a, there's a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> A little bit, of, a little bit of laughing in there, but right, right. It, so, was, it was nice. It was nice. But I, I will have to say that I was, I was fairly impressed. There was, there was, I don't know what the, the numbers are, ten or twelve porta potties out outside. Obviously, the hangout was open, so there are indoor, indoor bathrooms, which that's not uh, super common. I don't feel like in my experience at, at races. Uh, so indoor bathrooms. Although obviously there was a big line for the indoor bathrooms, not much of a line for the porta potties, probably because every, I mean, the obvious answer, everybody was inside. A lot of people didn't know that they had the porta potties outside. Yeah, depending on where were, you came from, yeah. which which entrance, because a bunch of different ways to get in here, you may have missed it. So, but plenty of, of bathrooms for before the race, um, and and you know, get, gave us about I don't know 10, 15 minutes of notice. Like, all right, time to head to the start line. Race started right on time. Yep, exactly uh, on time. And 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 we were off. So, what was Chris? What was your uh, take on? The uh, the race course itself it, it's advertised as flat and fast. What, what yeah, do you think? I, it was it was definitely fast. Um, flat. It had a couple of you know again flat is relative. Right. So you know it depends on where you're coming from. But you know it, it had a couple of, of hills. You know smaller hills to kind of keep you honest going up and down. So I looked at the elevation after the race and you know it really might have gone up forty and down. You know up and down about forty feet or so. But you know going through the course there were there were a few. When you're going over some of the wooden bridges, um, you know there were some that were kind of going up. So the course itself was nice. There's not a lot of beach in the right, course right. for for a marathon that that is big beach. Um, you know a lot of it goes through natural parks, so most of it is is dedicated running trails. So that's good. 
so they didn't have Pedestrian to close down trails, hardly so, yeah. any. Right. They didn't really have to close down any streets um, for this. Yeah, there, were, there were maybe like like outside of the first mile and a half was on streets. Yeah. Once we got into the park, there were maybe like two and road the very crossings. Last mile. And, yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad at all on that. So it was nice, and you were running through a lot of a lot of different like I guess you know swamplands and alligator areas, and you know again somebody from the north that's <laughs> really that something stuff. that we do not see very often at all. So it kept me pretty pretty entertained. Um, you know, it was all green, which. Again, up north, there's no green right now. Right, you this know, time everything of year, yeah, into January, just, it's all white or yeah, brown. Yeah, white or brown. So it was really a very nice change of scenery to um, to come down and, and run in something that's just totally different from what we got you know, up in our neck of the woods at this time. So it was nice. It was shaded. You know, the sun really went out today, so that really wasn't an issue. But most of it was, was covered. Um, very secluded, though. It, it got... Um, it got to the point where, you know, after the, the half broke off with the full marathon, I was by myself by mile 10, and you know, with the exception of maybe one or two people, until at the very end when half and full started mingling together again, right. it was a... Uh, and you were fast enough to get in there, Mr. Yeah, 315 yeah, over was, here, fast enough to catch up to some of the, the I was back encouraging the, pack, the half yeah, I was I was able to encourage the, the end, end, of the, end of the pack of right, marathon, right. half marathon runners. Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, again, not going into to all the specifics because Mike really covered the, the race pretty well when I talked to, to him for the interview uh, a few months ago. But, yeah, I mean, we were, we were on the roads for maybe a mile and a half, and then we, we dove into the, uh, the, the state park um, for probably 23 miles. And then, like Chris said, like maybe the last mile was on, on the road. I, I do have a couple of, of course issues. Maybe it's just me. I, you, I'll, I'll throw them out there, and, and Chris, you can you – can, either uh, affirm them or uh, tell me I'm crazy and I just, you know, had marathon brain at, at mile 25 and didn't know what the hell was going on. But um, so, so yeah, so like Chris said, there was a bunch of wooden bridges to kind of cover it, you know, because it's a state park. It's, it's a floodplain. Um, everything's got to be up off off the ground uh, as far as just making sure that, that you know, when, when there's a storm surge, things like that, that you're not washing out. So there was a lot of, of wooden bridges, which I didn't have a problem running on, but I know some people – Kind of get a little weary about being on a bridge. They felt they all felt sturdy to me, which was fine. Uh, but they were definitely, you know, I mean, two by sixes or whatever they were, um, they weren't all per- per- perfectly flat and flush. So there was a little bit of, you know, that could that could have caused some discomfort or a, a slight tripping hazard, maybe. So just something, you know, you had to be a little bit aware um, of that, which which to me wasn't that big of a deal. Um, my issue, uh, do you have something? No. no. Okay. Go for my, it. my issue with the course um, is that for the most part, it was well marked beyond belief. Like you're on a trail and it's like pretty obvious that, the, that you know, like you're on a trail that, that, you know, then the pavement goes to the left and there's like a two track dirt road that goes straight ahead. Like we're probably going to turn left on that part of the, the, the paved trail. And there'd be like eight signs right there going, turn, turn left, turn left, follow the, follow the path. Which was great, you know. I, I'm I'm not trying to, to to make light of that, but then there were a few spots where it was, and, and it's like Chris said, once you kind of got by yourself, um, which which I was at uh, 3:58, first time breaking breaking four hours, um, but you know, even like there were a few people in that in that window, but there were definitely some times when I couldn't see anybody in in front of me to kind of get a gauge for which way am I supposed to go here, and um, thankfully there were some. I don't know if they were spectators. Or just people that happened to be walking right at the right time, because I could ask, uh, "Am I supposed to turn? Did you see any runners?" I said at, at one of the the spots where we were on the the 
the wooden walkway bridges, and it went straight, and there was a T out to the other I side know, of it. I was wondering if that was where you were going to say, because I ran into the exact same problem there, and I, I would have thought that there would have been at least one of the signs. One sign right there, go just straight. go straight. Because yeah. there was a guy that I've been following for a while, and it's this super bright orange, um, orange neon shirt right. that as soon as I turned the, 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 the corner there, I looked to make sure that I saw him like way up there because I was like, I didn't know if I turned left or went right. straight or I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and that and that's one of those, I don't remember the exact mile mark, 22, 23, yeah, something, right somewhere the in end. there so where it's fundy. marathon brain is, yeah. is kicking in full. And, you know, if, if you're not somebody like myself who's used to being something out in front, you know, like I usually can kind of at least see somebody. Um, and obviously when there's turns and stuff, sometimes you, you lose a little bit of vision. But it was just like I didn't know. And thankfully these two women were walking towards me. So I could ask them, like, were there runners that way? And they said, no, keep going straight. So, yeah. all right, so that was that was good. But, yeah, a sign there would have been would have been helpful. I did have two marathon runners pass me. Um, and there was one position where there was an out and back where actually I saw right. you on the course. Um, so we were running afterwards, and two marathon runners passed me again, and I hadn't seen them. So I thought they were the lead runners. So I was like, good job, guys. And then about – Ten minutes later, they passed me again going backwards. Apparently, they had gotten they confused oh. and were going the wrong way. So I had to, like, take back my congratulations <laughs> when they passed you me. You guys suck. <laughs> but they, they ran an ultra today because they, yeah. they, yeah. they ran, you know, at least 20, 27, easy, easy 28 to do. miles. And, and then um, my other course issue, kind of have two, but one of them I really am not having an issue about. As per seems to be marathon tradition, the one hill – the one legitimate climb of this course was at mile 25 and a half, um, which was to get to an overpass to cross the one kind of main road that they didn't, they didn't block up. Cause there's a, there's a pedestrian walkway, um, you know, and so that's just always kind of a little bit, you know, of course, of course that's where we have to climb this stupid hill uh, is to cross that, um, which whatever. I, I didn't mind it. It gave a chance to kind of shift into lower gear for a second, get, get the glutes fired back up after 25 miles and, and help them to, to power me to the finish. But coming down from that, again, they did have a sign. I, I will give them credit. But to that point, all of the signs were basically these, like, huge yellow signs with a big black arrow that said, you know, Junction 311 this way or whatever. Um and then we come down off of this hill, and there's like a, a walkway that looks like it probably follows the beach, which I thought, yeah, finished by the beach. Like we're gonna, we're about a mile, a mile from the, the finish line at this point, or a mile and a half maybe. It makes perfect sense in my in my mind at that point to follow this path towards the beach and and hold the beach the rest of the way home. Um, and there's like one sign that was maybe what, maybe six inches yeah, by three yeah, inches or something like teeny, that, teeny teeny sign um, with with a little black arrow, and I was like. I saw it, but I hadn't seen a single sign like that the whole yep. entire way. So I was like, well, that must be for traffic. Because it was kind of crossing the traffic of getting into the – there was a – the host the hotel. hotel was right yep. there. So I was like, maybe that has to do with, with someone with traffic. It's a little bit of a mini roundabout. So maybe – I just kind of ignored it and kept going and happened. Thankfully, happened to look to my right, which is where the main road was, and saw there was the mile marker sign there. Yep. And said, oh, shoot, I'm, I am not where I'm supposed to be. And I was, I was in that – Unenviable, enviable position. If there was a guy behind me that was kind of following me, um, so I banged a hard, hard right and yelled back at him, "Low, turn, turn!" And both of us were like, "You know, you've had all these huge yellow signs to this point. 
and we've been following this this pedestrian walkway. We've been off the roads since mile one and a half, um, and then they send us back to the road. So just two areas with the course that I would say if they could have a little bit better signage, one would just take one sign, yeah. the other one would maybe yeah. take two. Yeah. Um, just, just to be... You know, because at that point, like I said, you've got marathon brain, or you know, if you're at half marathon brain, you're at mile twelve, and you're by yourself, and you're by yourself. You know, it's it's nice to have, um, or I mean, if there's one person that misses it and blows on straight, now everybody's going to go because they're yep. following the the crowd. So, you know, that would that would that would be a spot where I think they could they could improve that a little bit. But overall, I thought the course was was fine. It was fair. It's definitely, you know. When you say flat, it's not it's not perfectly flat. There's a little bit of climbing to get on some of those bridges and back down, um, but for the most part, it's it it's, was a very fast it's, course. It's a fast, it was very fast. Yeah, it was fast. really it was a nice course too. I really enjoyed it. From somebody who doesn't deal with this you know this area very right. often, you know, right. it was it was new, and it was nice you know running through the parks and it was really pretty, especially yeah. with some of the longer stretches of bridges. I mean, there were some that were like oh, there easily were, a good half mile. Yeah, there were some, some really long stretches on, on bridge. bridges going just through the, the marsh and the, yeah. you know, the swamp areas. So it was really, I, I would imagine that those, I mean, obviously they're going to be more crowded when it's in kind of touristy season, but I bet there's a lot of wildlife that you can see yeah. if you went yeah, out. I did and, not and see anything. Did, I didn't really see anything either. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm okay with, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's even the animals are cold. The, the yep. locals, the all locals, whether you're a uh, four legged, two legged, uh, whatever the case, winged. Uh, it was too cold for all the locals to be out today. Um, so get to the finish line. Um, post-race, what, what's your impression of the post-race festivities? And obviously there's music. You can probably hear that. Um, but uh, what's what's your take on the post-race, Chris? Yeah, post-race is nice. You know, they they the medals are good. I like the medals. Definitely um, good big, medals. Good size. Um, you know, appropriate for, for, you know, a big beach Big marathon. beach, right. Big metal, yep. So, um, you know, end of race food, you know, they've got water right away and they had a little stand kind of at the front and then you go through the hangout and they actually give you a really nice box that had um like a full-size turkey sandwich which you know, usually again being from from pennsylvania most of our races we end up with pretzels of some kind right. not a pretzel in sight with the exception of the ultra yeah, the, the, ultra the ultra area had pretzels, area but no potato pe- no chips. You know. so I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> but no, no, you know, in the box itself, it had potato chips, which you know, Denny's missing there potato chips. There we go. Chips. Yeah, I'm, I'm fiending for them. And uh, you know, a really nice sandwich and some pieces of cake, which you know, you can never go wrong with that. Never so, go wrong with that. So yeah, unless really you're good. a low carb kind of guy, in yeah, which case, well, kind of like, well, I am not. You know, it so, is, it is what it is. So I will steal Denny's cake before he leaves. <laughs> um, you don't have to steal him, brother. I'll just give him to you. But yeah, everything everything's pretty well organized, and again, it really ties very well into the hangout, which yeah. is a warm area, you know. Right. And and you know, right. they don't they seem to be open for business, serving actual food, and they don't seem to mind all the marathoners coming in and out and being you know all up in the middle. So it's yeah, a I'm, real... I'm sure there's there's a point today where they're going to start being like, hey, yeah. are you buying something or not? But yeah, right now they're definitely open for business. Obviously, a lot of uh, runners and runner families or spectators, you know, support crew people. Um, are, are patroning the hangout, so it's, it's making good business for them. Um, yeah, box lunches were, are, are, are solid. Uh, cookies, bananas, uh, drinks like that at the, at the finish of water, and uh, they had some kind of something in a can that was like a label as an energy ginger or something or another. Yeah, they gave that they, in the, they were the, in the bag goodie bags too. too. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't drink that um, stuff. But. I may have one of those on the way home if, uh, if, if, if necessity arises. We'll, we'll see. Although if I get that desperate, I might just stop for the night we'll 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 see how that goes um but yeah the the post race is i think especially for a race this size yeah yeah. it's it's pretty legit um 
You know, a lot of races this size, yeah, like they might have the box lunch, but they don't have the band playing right now. Uh, they don't have things going on for the kids and, and the games and stuff like that. So I think this is a pretty cool place to kind of hang out a little bit if you if you wanted to. Uh, they do have uh, beer here. Um, Monday Night Brewing is uh, one of the sponsors. I, I'm assuming that that means that they're a local uh, brewing brewing company. They had, I think, three flavors available. They had a, a, a IPA, um, a pale ale, and a golden ale. Uh, and you got two two drink tickets with your with your race. So um, I'm probably only going to have one because I'm going to be driving and I'm, you know not being foolish. But uh, I got a golden ale and it's it's. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm not uh, not the biggest beer connoisseur these days. Uh, Chris, I don't think got a got, you're not a, much of a beer guy, um, but better than you know some of those races where it's like here's a Bud Light. Yeah, here's your Michelob Ultra. Yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah. no, like a local 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 beers. They are canned, which is a little bit eh to me. Like it would have been nice if they had kegs, but you know whatever. I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. Um, you know I. I Probably won't have another beer until after my next race where they have a free beer somewhere. So I'll, I'll enjoy this one. Um, but for, for those of you where that's that's a make-or-break issue, and I know that there's more than a few, that uh, that beer at the finish line is is a deciding, maybe not the deciding factor, but certainly a deciding factor of a race. Um, they got you covered here at the Big Beach Marathon. Um, Chris, uh, you stayed at the Lodge, which was the host hotel. I did not. Uh, because this they, they didn't hook me up with the comp room, which most of the races I've worked with have done, which is fine, whatever. You know, I'm not uh, – we've got a good working relationship, and, and, and that's fine. Um, but since you stayed at the host hotel, Chris, what's, what's your take on, on is, it, is it worth it? Um, because the start is not right out in front of there. They had shuttles available, or you could drive about a mile-ish because that was right where, you know, we, like we yeah. said – that was where I came off the, the ramp and, and got uh, turned around a little bit, was at mile 25, so you know, just over a mile to, to hike it if you wanted to. Uh, but what, what was your take on the lodge? It was a nice hotel. It it's, seems relatively new. Like, everything yeah. inside of it is really new. You know, big TVs inside of the, the hotel. My room, actually, it's the first hotel I think I've ever stayed at that bunk beds come in the room just by default. The standard. Like, it, was, it wasn't even <laughs> an option to not have them in there, so... A nice king bed and, and a set of bunk beds, which would be really good for a family. Um, I had a, I didn't have a view of the Gulf. I had the view of the other side, which was still nice. I mean, it's wide open right. and, and a lot to look at. Um, price was good. You know, I, we looked in, um, into Airbnbs and, like, cleaning fees yeah. down here seem pretty crazy. But um, and, and then they had the shuttles, which I had signed up for, but I actually ended up just parking because the parking was so good. Right. Um, I didn't take the shuttle this morning just so I could get to my car sooner. But I highly recommend the the hotel. It was really, it's a Hilton property, which I, I do Hilton points for stuff. So, right. Right. And, and price was very comparable to anything else, and I booked it literally last minute. Yeah, it was maybe a know, week or two ago. Yeah. So because like I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't make the decision to come down here until you know, I had some work stuff so right. it made it work out so yeah it was it was a good hotel it was really nice and clean and and modern yeah so. yeah it, def- it definitely looked nice I mean that was where the expo was so obviously if you stayed there that was that was convenient um, and, and I didn't walk around too much in there but uh, it definitely worked the expo area like Chris said all brand new and even, we even got a note as vendors that like um, we need to be very cognizant of you know it's, it's it, it is new you know try to, to not make a mess like be, be careful with what you've got going on so and they had um 
they had a couple of restaurants, but they also had for for the marathon they had a, a buffet set up in one of their main restaurants nice. that had a, a pasta buffet and I think grilled chicken and a couple other things. It was like twenty bucks per person, which is pretty reasonably priced at, for, at a yeah. hotel. Right. Oh um, yeah, definitely so for a hotel. I, I didn't I didn't eat at that. I went out and got my pancakes, which I usually there like to have before a marathon. Or after a marathon, or or, or all the really time, just any time. <laughs> but but it, it was it's nice to have something like that too. They had yeah. something similar in Chicago, but it was much more expensive. Right. So right. it was nice that the hotel kind of played in with the marathon and provided stuff for for the right. runners that stayed right. there. Yeah, and and like I said, I I didn't stay there. I stayed probably I don't know three or four miles away, um, and and absolutely no issues with with getting here. Um, plenty of parking, uh, even though there's not parking right here at the at the hangout at the start finish line. Um, plenty of parking lots within literally a block or two. So um, obviously that walk was a lot easier several hours ago than it is is now. It took me a little longer to, to hobble to the car after the race, but uh, even even at a couple of blocks, you can you can handle handle that uh, after your race. So um, you know, sounds like the lodge was great, but if you didn't stay there, you're not. It's not one of those races where you're kind of sol because. You tried to save 20 bucks on your hotel, and now you're staying 40 miles away, and, and there's no parking and that type of thing. So um, pretty easy, pretty accessible, uh, definitely a good race. Um, anything else? Any, any other miscellaneous thoughts that I'm, that I'm missing on, on your experience, Chris? I think it, it, it is a smaller race, so crowd support was pretty Sparse. non-existent. Especially you know, the- after about... After, like, mile, mile seven where we broke yeah. off from the, the half marathon. The, the aid stations were nice. You know, the, the people were, were cheering and, and you know, were, were supportive there. And the, the volunteers were, were really, really good. Right. Um, you know, and, and the race director was really good at, at sending emails for, yeah. you know, we were inundated with information. I mean, even to the point of, you know, overkill. But I would much rather it be like that than and have a bunch what, of questions what the hell is going know on. What, yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know where to go. Exactly. I don't know what to do. So, that part was really, really nice. But if you, you know, if you like the bigger races where you know people will cheer and you know they'll line the streets and stuff, you know, this, this is, isn't it. You are going to be by yourself a lot. Yeah. You know, particularly yeah. if you're, you know, either either front of the pack or not running with a pacer. I think. And even even just like in any race, even if you're in the middle of the pack, when things start to stretch spread out, especially yeah. in the marathon distance. Um, I mean, I was like I said, I was at four out, you know, right around the four hour mark, and I had company for the first twenty miles. But after that, it really started to be. Every so often you'd see somebody. Yeah. But I think by by about nine I was you were I was alone. pretty much by myself for the whole time. The the one other thing that I would say is maybe it, it started out was going to be a positive and now it's turned into maybe a negative. I don't know. Was was the on course restroom situation? I don't know if you noticed this, Chris. I didn't have to stop, thankfully. Uh, but for the first like ten miles, there were a, you know it wasn't even porta potties, which was great. We were, we were running in a, in a state park on, on paved pedestrian trails, and there were, you know, proper bathroom stations that, that are available. And then all of a sudden, it was like there wasn't a bathroom for miles. And then, all, and then we kind of got back into where there were bathrooms again. So there was – I don't know the exact mileage number, um, but I definitely saw some, some folks, both, both men and women, that just had to, had to break off. It was, it was wooded. Yeah. So at least you had nature's bathrooms everywhere, everywhere you looked. And thankfully the alligators were and, asleep. And, and it's, it's, you know, it's not alligator season uh, in, in, uh, in Alabama. It's, it's always alligator season in Florida, but it's not alligator season in Alabama right now. So you, you could, you know, there were, there were plenty of spots where you, know, you could be, you, you could jump off and, 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 you know, you could easily get back, you know, 10 yards, 20 yards behind a tree or a bush or something like that and, and take care of business if you needed to. 
Um, so, you know, that was just one other thing that, and I don't know that you could get porta potties out there. Like, yeah, I, logistically, yeah, I don't know yeah. how realistic that would be. Um, so, just just one other thing to kind of be aware of that that could be seen as a negative, um, especially if if you had uh, a, a, a GI issue. That would, you know, if you just had to, to urinate, whatever. Like, and but, I would also say that you know you you carry your own water and right. fuel. I, I carry my own fuel, and I don't drink a lot during during marathons, but. The, the number of aid stations, they weren't, like, abundant. You know, right. there were some pretty right. lengthy stretches between them. And that really didn't affect me. But if you're somebody that will, will really always use the Gatorade yeah. or, you know, that for fuel, that's something to just think of as well as when you're playing. The aid stations that were there were stocked well. Right. You know, and, and at the very end, they had pickles, which uh, I don't like pickles. But that's, you know, they, they did at least have something towards the end to, to right. you know, help with, the, you know, the longer runs. But... Yeah, you know, there were some periods where there, yeah, there, there were, were some they were kind of sparse. Yep, yep. So overall, I, I enjoyed it. I would. Oh, yeah, I really it. had. I had a lot of fun. You know, like yep. I said, it, it, especially coming from the north down. You, know, this is a good break from right. from the weather right. up there. So it's a it's a good time of year to, to have it and, and and break away. Um, you know, a, a good smaller race. So I, I was able to 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 place well. Right. You know, because right. you know there really aren't a lot of super speedies. Right. And, and I kind of looked at the last two years to, to see that and noticed and said, okay, maybe, you know, right. you know it's a good race, you know, to, to try to get either age group or, or something like that. You know, right. if, if you're kind of, you know, not like super elite, but, you know, it, right. you know, it, right. it, it, that yeah, was nice. Um, and, yeah, I thought it was well run. I thought it was well executed. Um, everybody was really friendly. Uh, town was great. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much echo all that. You know, it was it – was, uh, you know, again, speaking of the age group, I didn't get on the, the podium, but I got into the top ten, which, you know, that's that's not a place I'm um, ever even think about looking. So, so yeah, the, the the numbers are good if you want to try to poach a, a little podium type of thing or an age group, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I you know, it's, it might have sounded like I'm I'm coming down on it. Like it, for me, the 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 issues were minor, um, and I think especially the signage issue, easily fixable. So I'll I'll uh, whatever clout I have, I'll. Uh, Make sure to, to recommend that maybe those those two places uh, might be a, a good a good idea to add a little signage for for next year. But I uh, would definitely would definitely recommend it. Um, and and I uh, I don't know if I'll be back next year, but I would say there's probably an even money chance at least because, uh, like I said, we have a pretty good working relationship starting to form, and uh, hopefully that'll continue with with a lot of the Junction three run three one one races. So um, who knows? You might you might be hearing. Uh, a little uh, announcement at some point that uh, I'll be back next year, but that that is still to be determined. Uh, not not trying to put my cart in front of my horse there, but uh, definitely definitely a good race. So if you have any questions about the Big Beach Marathon, uh, let me know. Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at Dizruns. Shoot me a, a Instagram message at Dizruns as well. Dizruns at gmail.com is the email, and you can head over to the show notes today, which we think we think is Dizruns.com slash six eight two. Um, there might not be a lot of memes there, but there'll definitely be some photos from the event um, and, and you know, kind of the pre-race, post-race, expo. I don't, I don't know if I took any expo pictures, but whatever. There'll be some photos from the race here. I have at least one expo picture. Chris has one expo picture, so I'll steal that from him. Um, so, yeah, so check, check that out if you've got any questions uh, and you want my opinion instead of just what you see on, on the, uh, the Big Beach Marathon website, which I believe is bigbeachmarathon.com, but uh, we'll, we'll make sure to have that linked in the show notes as well. Um, but uh, just let me know. If you have any questions, let me know. So, Chris, thanks for uh, sitting in. It's a little bit uh, longish, quick tip. 
but I mean, what else is what else is what new else, these yeah. days? Yeah. Um, so, Chris, thanks for thanks for joining us, and uh, y'all listening, have a uh, great rest of the day, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, see you. <laughs>